0: Coming up, the Bucks bounce back and the Knicks clinch their spot in the postseason. This is Locked On Game to Game, NBA.
1: Every game, every team, every angle. Locked on game to game, your team, every day.
0: Welcome in. You're listening to Locked On Game-to-Game NBA. Local experts join us to go over the biggest stories on the hardwood and recap all of the action for you from last night in the NBA. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. The Bucks may have lost the tiebreaker to the Celtics, but they are still inching closer to locking up that number one seed in the East after they took care of Philly on Sunday. Locked On Bucks goes over a crucial win for Milwaukee.
2: After a disaster against Boston a couple of nights ago, the Bucs bounce back against the Philadelphia 76ers and pick up a really, really important win on the road to clinching the number one seed. My name's Kane Pittman. I'm the host of the Locked On Bucks podcast. The Celtics got the tiebreaker a couple of nights ago. They then closed to within one and a half games of Milwaukee. So there was pressure on the Bucs. This was a must-win game against Philadelphia. And for the most part... They were pretty comfortable throughout the night and got big performances from their best players. Giannis, 33 points, 14 rebounds, 6 assists, 13 of 17 from the field, and he did all of this in just 32 minutes. I'm not sure he needed an MVP statement, but maybe that was it tonight going up against Joel Embiid. And then the defensive performance of Drew Holiday was outstanding on James Harden. Holiday had 4 steals in this game. Harden restricted to 4 for 9 shooting from the field, just 6 assists, and 5 turnovers. The Bucks' best players stood up on a must-win occasion for Milwaukee, and they pick up a big, big win in the standings. You can catch all the reaction on Locked On Bucks wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Road woes for Memphis. They could not get a win in Chicago yesterday. Locked On hosts from both teams are going to join us to go over everything for you post-game.
3: It was a tale of... Two halves or in reality, a tale of a first quarter in the remaining three quarters as the Memphis Grizzlies got dominated by the Chicago Bulls for much of the game on their way to yet another road loss. I'm Joe Molinax of Lockdown Grizzlies. And it wasn't pretty beyond the first quarter where the Memphis Grizzlies seemed to be unable to miss hitting three after three, tough bucket after tough bucket. The Chicago Bulls hung around, and boy, did they ever lay it on the Grizzlies in the third quarter? A 40 to 16 third quarter, a frame that usually the Memphis Grizzlies dominate. And this contest was the Chicago Bulls. Impressive showings from Zach Levine, extremely efficient 36 points from him. Really impressive. Bench performances from Kobe White, Patrick Williams, and other Chicago Bulls starters and bench players alike. The Grizzlies were not able to get stops, the Grizzlies had foul trouble with Jaron Jackson Jr. and that was the story in this game
4: the Chicago Bulls get the W over to Memphis Grizzlies with a huge second half comeback on path of designer from locked on Bulls and guess what a 40 point third quarter will do good things for you when you get down big versus the Memphis Grizzlies in the first half Memphis came out shooting the ball lights out Bulls had no answers for him in the slightest and then at the end of the going into that halftime right it just felt like this was a game that was going the other way, but the Bulls come out in the second half with stifling defense, something they didn't do in the first half, turning that defense into offense, being able to get to the bucket, make plays, make shots. Zach Levine looked great. Kobe White looked the best that we've seen him look all season not only being able to just knock down shots, being able to impact the game defensively. And you know what? Chicago Bulls pulled out one of the toughest wins of this season, 128-107. Tune in with us over on Locked on Bulls. Me and Hayes will be breaking down even more. Appreciate you guys for showing love. Y'all stay safe out there, man. Peace.
0: Minnesota is not trending in the right direction with the postseason around the corner, suffering their third straight loss after they fell to Portland yesterday. Locked on Timberwolves goes over some of the issues for us after the game.
5: And just like that, Another can't lose game for the Minnesota Timberwolves turns into a loss. I'm Ben Beacon, host of the Lockdown Wolves podcast. The Timberwolves came into Sunday 19 and a half point favorites against the bruised and battered Portland Trailblazers. No Damon Lillard, losers of 11 of 12, missing their top five scores, playing multiple 10-day contract guys, rookies, et cetera, undrafted guys. And yet the Wolves lost by two. According to ESPN, this was the worst loss against the spread in 30 years. Carlton Towns had three shot attempts for the Wolves. Not makes, shot attempts for Minnesota. Anthony Edwards had 37, 6, and 5. But no other Timberwolves scored more than 13 points in this game. Minnesota shot the ball fairly well themselves. But again, it was the turnovers. 18 turnovers, lack of defense in critical moments in the game. And Minnesota just simply played back and forth with one of the worst teams in the league, shorthanded. And uh, they've now lost three straight. They've dropped to ninth in the West. We're going to break it all down. Subscribe to Locked On Wolves for all things Timberwolves.
0: The Knicks are playoff-bound, and the Wizards are officially eliminated after Sunday's game. Locked on Knicks looking ahead to the postseason, while Locked on Wizards is thinking about the draft.
6: The New York Knicks have stamped their ticket to the NBA playoffs with a 118-109 to 109 win over the Washington Wizards. Alex Wolf well from Locked On Knicks here. And they got contributions from all up and down an impromptu starting lineup. No Julius Randle with his sprained ankle, but also no R.J. Barrett in this game. Didn't matter. The Knicks got quality contributions from the starting lineup. Quentin Grimes and Jalen Brunson both had 27 points. Manuel quickly had 22 in place of Barrett. But maybe most importantly, Obi Toppin gets comfortable, gets 21 points starting for Julius Randle, playing probably one of his best games of the season. And these last three games, you should definitely look to get Obi top and comfortable and ready for the possibility that Julius Randle might not be there for the first game or two of the playoffs, thanks to that sprained ankle. So we'll see how it all goes. Plenty more to talk about on Locked on Knicks, including the quest for the five seed. So that's all coming up on Locked on Knicks.
7: What's up, everybody? It's your boy Brandon Scott from Locked On Wizards. The Washington Wizards tonight lose to the New York Knicks in Madison Square Garden, 118-109, to 109, and thus are eliminated from playing contention. So the last remaining games this week are for draft position for the Washington Wizards. Now, looking at the Wizards, uh, Corey Kisper drops 29 points, shooting 10-19 for 19 from the field. But how did the Wizards lose this game? Easy. They committed 19 turnovers and they lost the points in the paint battle versus the Knicks. Uh, The New York Knicks outscored them 64-38 to in the paint. So again, they are officially out of playing contention and thus playoff contention. So they are looking to the future and a lot of these young guys such as Corey Kispert and Denny Aviar are getting playing time. So appreciate everybody and have a good night. Peace.
0: Coming up, the Cavs take down the Pacers. This is Locked On Game to Game NBA. Today's edition of Game to Game is brought to you by Prize Picks. It's a super simple way for you to play daily fantasy sports. What you do is you pick two to six players. If they score more or less than their Prize Picks projections, you can win up to 25 times your money on any single entry. You're not competing against anybody else, just against those projections. So what you need to do is download the Prize Picks app or go to PrizePicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First-time users get a 100% instant deposit match of up to $100 with the promo code Code locked on. If you deposit $100, prize picks will give you $100. If you deposit $50, prize picks will give you $50. So don't forget to enter promo code locked on at sign up for an instant deposit match of up to $100. Welcome back. You're listening to Locked On Game to Game NBA. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you again for making Locked On your first listen every weekday. In a game that looked like neither team really wanted to win it, the Mavericks and Hawks went into overtime before they settled things. Atlanta coming out victorious. Locked On Mavericks and Locked On Hawks are in to try and explain exactly what went down in Atlanta.
8: Is it over? Is it done? Is the Mavericks season done? Can we just say that it's done? I don't know if I can go through something like that again. Nick said from the Locked On Mavericks podcast here. The Dallas Mavericks fall to the Atlanta Hawks, 132 to 130 in overtime. Could have been two overtimes if not for a late foul. Insanity in this game over and over and over again. The big story for the Dallas Mavericks, besides the season essentially being over at this point, is that Christian Wood, JaVale McGee, Josh Green, Luka Doncic, and Kyrie Irving were part of a lineup that played for about 14 minutes straight at the beginning of the fourth quarter all the way through overtime, and that lineup had only only played lineups with, with JaVale McGee and Christian Wood together for like 43 possessions this year, so we've barely ever seen that lineup, and it was in there to basically try to save the Mavericks' season. They just couldn't come up with it, bunch of reasons why, but the Dallas Mavericks are done. Hello,
4: friends. My name is Brad Rowland. the Atlanta Hawks emerged victorious in overtime with the Dallas Mavericks on a Sunday evening, 132 to 130 in a game that neither team seemingly wanted to win down the stretch. The Hawks led by 15 points in the second half before giving it all the way. Dallas had chances to win the game in regulation and then again in overtime, but the Hawks did just enough to get over the finish line and get back to 500 of the season as the Hawks live in that 500 range for the year. It was a... Uh, Clutch performances in some respects for the Hawks. Defensively, had a pretty good night on the whole holding the Dodgers to have 22 points for Dallas. Offensively, it was a little bit more of a mixed bag for Atlanta, but still, in the end, the Hawks got just enough contributions to avoid. what would have been a pretty bad loss after being up by double digits for a large portion of the second half of this contest. We'll get into kind of the context of this game. Much more in the future coming up on the Hawks Podcast.
0: Two teams that are just playing for pride at this point, Orlando and Detroit, faced off yesterday. Locked on Magic is happy with their team's showing and the effort. Locked on Pistons sees their team mailing it in once again.
1: This is Philip Rosenreich, the host of Locked on Magic. And on some nights in the NBA, everything just works. But to make everything work, you got to do everything the right way. You got to move the ball. You got to make shots. You got to defend at a high level. And for the first time in a really, really long time, Everything just worked. The Orlando Magic took care of business defeating the Detroit Pistons 128 to 102 in a game that was never in question. Yeah, maybe they were a little rough defensively in the first quarter, but then they buckled down defensively and outside of uh, some whistle-happy refs. In the second, the Magic dominated the game, leading by as much as 25 in the first, first half and never really letting this game get anywhere close. We all know the Pistons are not a team to be hanging your hat on and cheering on a huge win. They're struggling right now, just winning, what, just losing 19 of their last 20 games and now 20 of their last 21. But to win like this for a young team, to do it without any question, without any doubt, no one's going to complain about that either. Another blowout loss for the Detroit Pistons, this time
9: to the Orlando Magic. Host of Locked on Pistons podcast, Kukiel here. Just three more games to go in this terrible season that was the Detroit Pistons season. It's It's been tough. Actually, four games to go in what was this terrible season. Um, the Pistons, I mean, I don't even know what you could take away from this game. Killian Hayes is probably the biggest bright spot. 20 points, 7-6, 6-12 to six, six to from the field, 8-8 eight of eight from the free throw line. But outside of that... It's, a, it's just a tough game, man. Tough game and a tough season for the Pistons. The Orlando Magic were just leaving at least three people wide open on the offensive side of the floor. The Pistons couldn't get any driving lanes. They couldn't get anything to go for them, and they were really sloppy with the basketball. I can't say they gave their best effort from top down to the roster this game, but they were just overmatched. Orlando's a really good team compared to the Pistons, and their wings really made the Pistons feel them. So here's what it is, another tough game for the Pistons. The season's almost over, though, so... There's that.
0: The Cavs are doing their part to try and guarantee home court advantage for themselves to start the playoffs as they beat the Pacers yesterday. Locked on Pacers and locked on Cavs are in with the recap.
10: most locked on Pacers, Tony East here for the Pacers. Just lost to the Cavs in Cleveland to 115-109. Tough game for the Pacers who had a really solid first half, shot the ball incredibly well from deep in the second quarter, but it was the Cavs' big men and their length that changed this game completely. Evan Mobley, Jared Allen disrupting everything for the Pacers. They couldn't do what they were doing so well in their win last Friday, get into the paint and create shots or score the way they want to. It made life hard on T.J. McConnell, Benedict and everybody who handles the ball for the Pacers was struggling in those moments, and that allowed the Cavs to slowly come back and then push this one over the line. At the end of the game, Pacers fall to 34 and 45. The key for them, eliminated from play in contention for the last week of their season. Their wins and losses are not as important. It's about development, it's about learning, it's about re- applying responsibilities to their younger players and finding some momentum heading into next season. We'll have more
7: on the Lockdown Pacers podcast. Hey, everyone. How's it going? Evan Damarle here, co host of Lockdown Cast of the Cleveland Cavaliers' 115 to 105 win over the Indiana Pacers. I won't be joining my co-host, Chris Manning, for Monday's show, but I do have a takeaway from this game, and it's Karis LeVert. is, once again, a malleable player for the Cleveland Cavaliers and exactly what they need off the bench for Cleveland. He had 15 points, 4 assists, 3 rebounds, 2 of 6 from 3-point range. He gave them a little bit of everything in 33 minutes tonight against the Indiana Pacers, and now the Cavs are literally knocking on the door with one more win and they clinch home court advantage in the first round of Eastern Conference playoffs. Pretty easy stuff. The Cavs are off until Tuesday against the Orlando Magic. I will be back on Tuesday to talk about when they play the Orlando Magic, but if Karis Irving keeps this up, the Cavs are in a pretty good place. Find Locked on Cavs anywhere you can find your podcasts.
0: That'll do it for this edition of Locked On Game to Game NBA. Thank you again for making Locked On your first listen every weekday. Make sure you're subscribed to Locked On NBA and your favorite team's Locked On podcast on YouTube and wherever else you get your podcasts from as the playoffs are approaching. I'm Kainani Stevens. This has been Locked On Game to Game.